Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. So, season nine for Album for the Day, we're going to do self titled albums. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about self titled albums is it may be their first recording, it may not be. They may have waited nine albums to do a self titled <laughs> album. And these but, are the things we discover. And the, uh, the thing I love about the self-titled concept is a lot of times it really shows you who the artist is, you know, and that's why they made it their self-titled they album. They felt that confidently about this content that they were like, what else can we mm-hmm. call it? This is who I am as yeah. an artist. Signature. Awesome. Album for the day, February the 15th, is Madonna. Recorded May of 1982 through May of 1983 and finally released on July 27th of 1983 on Sire and Warner Brothers. It was recorded at Sigma Sound in New York and produced by Reggie Lucas and John Jellybean Benitez, Mm. as well as Mark Kamens. And what a debut. Man. Yeah, like this is like like an icon always starts off iconically. And the yeah, this was this this album pointed the direction for every 80s female singer of like this is how you do it. It not only dictated the music, it dictated the fashion. The fashion, the look, and... the feel, the attitude, everything. Madonna was absolutely the trendsetter for I, I mean, I mean she's the most iconic singer in in modern music history. I mean, there's there's really no one that could be bigger. I mean, it's it's an, it's arguable. We'll put it that she's way. She's on the list. Yeah, she's on the list easily. She's on the very yeah. very short list. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this uh, this album it had like a like a synthetic disco sound. It's like very dance. It's very pop um, lyrically. And this was huge in dance clubs, oh, which were still enormous yeah. at the time. Yeah, that's like how it they'd just gotten rid of disco, you know, in the past few years. But here's this. And it knew something fresh. Yeah, because and it also this music it used all the modern technology of the time to build music that sounded exactly like the that's why it kind of sounds dated or that thing. It has that that unique sound because they used instruments and technology that was just cutting edge stuff. And they called it post disco and post punk dance. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is a reasonable description, yeah. you know, in contemporary terms for what it is. Um, Borderline was actually written by Reggie Lucas. Um, Reggie Lucas didn't produce all of the album because Madonna was dissatisfied with the products that he had hmm. made. So she brought in John Jellybean. Benitez, who well, took Holiday and turned it into what we have now. Oh, thank goodness. And, um, you know, that's just that's just an artist saying... You know what? I know what I want. I know what I want, and you ain't it. And it's my face that's about to be on the cover of this album, not yours. So, Reggie Lucas, go take a holiday. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
But the the lyrics of this album are mostly about like love and relationships, and she keeps a very kind of would you say dissonant sound? Would you say a, a very what, what what would be a word you would use? I I would call it like an like an ambient or dissonant kind of sound. It kind of it's not very unified. I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah, it's. It doesn't sound like it complements itself because we hadn't really heard things like this at that time. Um, looking back on it now, you can see how much all of it does complement uh, each other. But um, it's kind of... Yeah, I don't know if I'd say dissonant. It's It's just not... It doesn't sound like it works together. Mm-hmm. But somehow it kind of does. And then by the end of the song, you're like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. I and see it's that dancey. Yeah. It's like a dancey, visionary, visionary album. I like that. Well, the uh, Borderline kind of was a, a great kind of a defining moment of this album. Apparently, the chord sequences are very similar to You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet from Bachman-Turner Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Um, might check that one out as a side-by-side. That is. I, I will do that tomorrow, actually. But I, I think that this was a great opportunity for Madonna. She'd already been in the dance clubs. People who were dancing, which were really her target demographic, they were already this the song everybody was actually like a huge dance sensation uh before this album came out and it was almost like an afterthought to put on the album because everyone had already heard it mm-hmm. in that context so it's uh i don't know the the artwork is really neat um just because it's Madonna and yeah, she's this she's... nobody. But you look at that cover and you're like, who that's not is, nobody. Who is that? That is definitely somebody. Yeah, Why it, don't I know who yeah, that is? Yeah, you would you would immediately pick this album cover up no matter who you are because you see it and it's just like whoa, you're 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 blindsided. Not not just because uh of how striking Madonna is but it's like she has this look in her eyes of just power, you know? And it's like, and everything about it, you just know that whatever's on this is about to be inspirational, creative, and just absolute, like, cutthroat, you know? And, and the stuff that, you know, apparently they shot the album cover and Seymour Stein said it wasn't iconic enough, so had them do it again. And um, she's got this short crop, super white hair. I mean, it's in black and white, but mm-hmm. you can see how white her hair is in yep. it anyway. Yep. And she's got black rubber bangles on her hands and a dog chain around her throat. You can see her navel um, on the inner sleeve. But it's kind of like everything about it was very specific. Oh. And it meant something different and unique. Yeah, it introduced the most important female voice 
in the history of modern music. I mean, and, and she was in control of it. She's been in control of her whole career. She's very smart. She's very intelligent. And she knows how to use her brains, her brawn, and her body to get exactly what she wants. The guy that shot the cover said, Madonna arrived at my Broadway studio in New York with a small bag of clothes and jewelry and no entourage. Then in front of the camera, she was explosive, like a great model, but with her own unique style. She came over the next day to see some prints and the proofs, and there was shot after shot to choose from. We agreed on every choice and whittled it down to the album cover images. I had no idea what I had just been a party to. Hmm. Yeah, because that's the beginning of Madonna. Nobody knows. Nobody you know. had any yeah. idea how enormous that would be. So, yeah. props to you, Gary Heary. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, uh, today's album for the day today, uh, February the fifteenth, is Madonna. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and feel free to shoot us your suggestions uh, at album for the day at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. You lucky star. Starlight, star bright. Best I see Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo-hoo!